Hey, this is April Williams with Creative Brandista, and welcome to my SoundCloud account. Um, today, I wanted to talk about something that um, is not part of my current focus or training, um, but it was something that came up during a coaching session uh, with a lovely lady that I had local to me uh, last week. And um, I thought that it could just really help um, other people in the direct sales network marketing industry. Um, even though that is not my sole focus, I don't train people in the industry um, on how to build their businesses. I teach people how to build a brand um, and how to leverage that uh, on social media so they can build a platform that is all their own instead of centering uh, themselves around a company or service or product. But I thought that this would be really helpful um, since it came up during uh, our coaching session um, when I was helping her really trying to figure out her brand and how to leverage more of her personality and stand out and how to be more authentic in her business. And we were talking about uh, just the current state of the industry and how hard it is to get people to show up for parties. And in my 11 years that I spent in the industry, um, you know, in this day and age with e-commerce and online marketing and people just leading such busy lives, I personally do believe that the party plan um, is a very old-fashioned business model to build with. Um, I know I personally don't go to parties anymore. I just don't have time and I really don't want to be pressured into buying anything. Um, and that is the mentality that a lot of people are when they get invited to parties. So people are always trying to figure out how do you leverage more of a virtual, um, you know, way to get people to look at your opportunity, to look at your products. Um, and so I wanted to share um, a model with, um, with you on how you can leverage the virtual um, way to launch a new team member who joined your team. And so um, you can call it a virtual launch. You can call it a virtual party. I tend to stay away from the party word because it's being so overused um, and it's just not very... Uh, it's not very authentic. It doesn't really stand out. Um, or you can use um, what some people in the industry have used. Um, you can do like a virtual grand opening. You can call it a VGO, a virtual grand opening. Um, and so this is a business model that works really well, um, you know, for people who are resisting doing like an in-home launch. Um, like I said, I just personally feel like the whole getting people over to your house and trying to set out products and listen to a business presentation. Um, for me, it's again, it's just, um, it's really been overdone. Um, at this point, I really feel like it's really cheesy, uh, just because people just know what the deal is. They know they're going to have to come over and listen to a big spill and, you know, try, you know, people are going to be sharing stories and trying to get you to join something and come on as a customer and buy products. And I just think that model has just, um, I just at this point just believe that model is just completely obsolete at this point. Um, and so, uh, this is what I'm going to be going over is I'm going to be just basically running down how you would virtually launch a new team member that joins your team so that she can do this virtually so you can capitalize on her excitement when she joins. Um, the beautiful thing about this is that um, you don't have to wait for somebody to get their product. When you do a launch in somebody's home, you either have to bring product 
um, as an upline or business partner, or you have to wait until that person gets their full kit. Um, and that can take several days. And so you really want to capitalize on somebody's excitement when they join your team. Um, this can also be an attractive way to actually attract new business partners. Um, I think what holds a lot of people up in this industry from, from joining is that you know, they like the idea of making more money. They like the idea of sharing great products with people, but they don't want to do parties. And so it holds them up from joining. So this can actually be an attractive way for you to, um, you know, market, um, you know, the way that your team does business is that there is no parties, um, that you're, you know, launching things virtually and doing virtual things. Um, and you know, the Facebook party, you know, a lot of people are trying to do Facebook events. And again, Facebook events have not been done right. They have not been leveraged correctly. Uh, people set up a Facebook event and they invite every single person on their friends list, whether they are a targeted person or not that would be interested. Um, people, I have over 300 events that are pending in my Facebook thing. I honestly don't even look at them anymore um, because people are just using them for everything. And so it's just gotten very watered down. Um, and so again, I just don't even look at them anymore. Um, so even Facebook events. Um, and so when you launch a new team member doing a, you know, launch party, or if you want to call it a VGO, a virtual grand opening, um, you do it by phone. And so people are dialing into a conference line. Um, you can do it through Zoom. You could do it through Google Hangout. Um, again, that's going to require people to be in front of the computer. And this is all about how can I make this the easiest way possible to get people to show up for it where it doesn't have to be this big, you know, long drawn out thing um, and, you know, get people. And, you know, when people can, you know, I don't show up for a lot of um, web webinars and things like that. I'm a busy mom of two boys and I don't have time to sit in front of the computer um, and, you know, watch something. And I really don't want to be on camera with my hair a hot mess and, you know, everything else. And so, you know, again, this is about how can you make this the easiest that you can for the people that are going to be showing up for the call. Again, it's not about you. It's about how you can make it as easiest for people. And so um, we would use conference lines. Um, you can do it through free conference calls free conference call HD, um, sign up for a free account, you get a free dial-in conference number with a, a PIN number, and you can give that out. Um, so basically the way this would go is I'm going to use Susie as an example. I'm going to use, um, you know, Susie just as a, you know, figurative uh, new business partner that joins my team. Uh, just to, you know, kind of give you guys an example of how this would go. So um, let's say, you know, I'm building um, a business with a skincare company and I have this new business partner, Susie, that just joins my team. And so the night that I help Susie get plugged in, the night that we are walking her through, I'm getting her plugged in um, and, you know, I want to capitalize on her excitement. I don't want to get off the phone with her and say, okay, well, in three or four days when you get your kit, we'll, you know, schedule a party. Um, I want to capitalize on her excitement right then. And so when Susie gets plugged in and I welcome her to my team, I tell her, okay, awesome, Susie, we're going to get um, a virtual launch um, scheduled. Um, and so I want you to go ahead and get out your calendar. Um, and you want to do this within like the first 48 hours. So I would tell Susie, okay, so if Susie got plugged in on a Sunday night, let's say Susie and I are on the phone on Sunday and we get her plugged in. 
and I'm going to tell her, okay, awesome, Susie. Um, I want to go ahead and get your virtual launch scheduled your virtual grand opening and we want to you know we want to get this scheduled for you know tuesday night i want to give you time to invite some of your family and friends um so tuesday night uh, we can schedule this out and what you guys want to do is you want to schedule two you want to have your business partner put two on the calendar because what happens is if people can't show up as she's inviting people if people can't show up on tuesday night you want them to be able to give them an alternate date you want her to be able to say no worries at all um, i'm having another one on thursday so when i've got susie on the phone after just plugging her into my team i'm going to go ahead and get her two um, events scheduled on my calendar. And so I'm going to tell her, okay, awesome. So, um, you know, I, we need to get this scheduled on the calendar. You know, usually, again, think about her network. This is about her and her network. Does most of her network work? Um, if they do, then she's going to need to schedule it at night. If most of her network um, is you know, maybe stay at home moms or people that run their own businesses and they don't have to work. Um, again, you need to go through that with her. You need to get, you need to sit down and, and get her to think about her network and what is going to work the best for the majority of the people on her list. And so you schedule that out. And so you tell her, okay, awesome. You know, I'm so excited to help you do this. Um, you know, we want to really launch you in a really big way. Um, you know, I'm scheduling time away from my family too to get this done for you. And so, you know, I want, you know, we, we need to have at least you know, eight to 10 people on the call. You need to set the expectation for your team members. This is work. This is not easy. That's one of my biggest pet peeves in this industry is that people try to make this industry sound easy. You know, to pass out some cards, talk to a couple of people, earn a thousand dollar bonus. It does not work that way. And when we give people that expectation, we set them up for failure. We need to be honest with people. You know, I would tell my new team members, you know, you need to, you're going to need to invite 20 to 30 people to have eight to 10 people show up. People are busy. So, you know, you're going to need to, you can't invite 10 people and expect 10 people to show up. So we need to have these honest conversations with people so they know from the get go what's going to be expected. Um, and so, you know, just let, you know, set that expectation for her um, and then help her go over some inviting um, techniques. Okay. So this is where um, I don't agree with a lot of the training that goes on in the industry. Um, I don't believe that if you are used to communicating with your network by text message, that all of a sudden you start training your new person to like start making a bunch of phone calls to people and being super secretive about, you know, oh, hey, I have something I want to talk to you about. Um, you know, can I, you know, can I call you? You know, if, if this person doesn't communicate with their network that way, if they're not calling their, their people on the phone and doing that, people are going to think it's weird and they're going to know that something is up. They're going to know that they're doing something. It sounds weird. Don't teach your people to communicate with their network any differently than they normally do. So if, if my new business partner, Susie, is usually text messaging her friends, that's how she needs to invite people. If she's used to emailing her friends, that's how she needs to invite people. It makes people feel comfortable. The form of communication is what they're used to. If 
if she is communicating with her network by Facebook message, then awesome. That's how she needs to invite her people. So when you plug in a new business partner, ask them, how do you normally communicate with your network? And she's going to say, you know, normally we're texting or we're doing Facebook message. Okay, awesome. That's what we need to do then. We need to, you know, communicate with people the way that you normally do. This is all about keeping things short and sweet. As soon as you start getting somebody to start sending out messages to people and it's three paragraphs and they talk about how super excited they are that they just started a network marketing business and I just launched a skincare company and it's going to be super awesome and I'm going to earn Alexis and we're going to rock this out. Okay. It's going to be crickets. You're not going to have anybody show up to that. It's hype. It's weird. Um, and that's, that's just not how we invite people. And so if, if that, if your new business partner is going to go off and do that and guys, I understand the way that most network marketing companies train people. I know that that's the verbiage that they give people. I don't agree with it. It like I, I struggled for eight years trying to do that, trying to use that cookie cutter verbiage, it does not work. Um, and so we, you know, we have to do things um, more authentically than that. Um, I figured out, um, you know, after struggling in the industry for so long that the less that I said to people, the better. And so the way that I taught people was, um, to section their list out, um, by hot market and warm market. Hot market are our close friends and family. These are the people that have known us the longest. These are the people that are best friends, people that we, you know, went to school with our whole entire lives. Um, these is, this is our mom, our sister, our aunt, our hot market are the people that know us the best. They are the people that we're, that we're closest to. These are the people that we do not share the business opportunity with. Again, guys, I know that that goes against most of the training in the industry and that is okay. But your hot market are not the people that you want to join you in a business anyway. For, for, you know, for the most part, there are people that have exceptions. There are people that have family members and grew up in a very entrepreneurial family. There are exceptions to the rule. But for the average person, as soon as you start calling up your mom and telling her that you're going to earn a Lexus and you want her to rock out a business with you, yeah, it, that's, you're going to have these people that go talk to three of their closest friends and a couple of family members talking about a business opportunity and all this money that they're going to earn and all this awesome stuff that's going to happen. And those are going to be the people that reject them. And those that's, they're going to send their kit back or they're going to join the witness protection program. And they're not going to answer your phone calls because they feel so defeated. So your hot market people are the people that you share the products with. You get them on board as a customer. You Most of your hot market are going to want to try products. They're buying skincare products anyway. They're buying makeup anyway. They're buying weight loss supplements anyway. They're buying, you know, they're buying these products anyway. So it's just redirecting their spending habits to something else, which is like not out of the norm. But you start talking about car bonuses and, you know, 10 thousand dollar bonuses and being a super black diamond ambassador in some company and your family members think that you have like fallen off your rocker and they they're not going to want to be a part of that but they will come on board they will try the products they will give you a testimony and that's what you need to be able to go to your warm market people okay so when Susie first plugs in and I'm scheduling her first grand opening her first virtual launch I'm going to tell her to section 
section her list out between her hot market people and her warm market people. The first um, couple of calls that we do for her are going to be for her hot market people. And, um, and that's going to be more focused on the product and just sharing a really great product line with people so that she can follow up with them. This is where you can leverage your samples. Let's say that you're with a skincare company and you have little mini facials or something that you can give to people. You let them know, <clears throat> you know, hey, Aunt Susie, um, you know, or hey, Aunt Jane, um, I would really love for you to, you know, I started a new project. I started working on a new project and I'm really excited about it. And I would really love your opinion. Do you think that tomorrow night at eight o'clock that you could hop on a quick phone call for me? You can multitask, mute yourself out. Um, <clears throat> it's not going to be anything that you have to talk for um, but if you could just come and give me your opinion I would really appreciate your support and I have a free gift for you if you can come to the phone call you can leverage your samples but this is your hot market guys that is all you need to say to people that is it you don't need to go into how this is like the best business home-based business company in the world and you were just voted like the best products out there people do not care about that they do not care and they care about their problems and what you know how this is going to benefit them so you keep it really super simple so as she's sending out text messages and inviting people that's all she has to say hey aunt jane i started working on a new project i would really love for you to hop on a phone call tomorrow night with me um, at eight o'clock um, <clears throat> i would really just value your opinion and i have a free um, i have a free gift for you if you can just hop on the phone um, for me that's all you have to do so this is like sunday night when you get off the phone with her off your you know with your new business partner i would be helping susie with this verbiage telling her to keep it super super simple to you know right now focus on her hot market and inviting them to this phone call so the the uh, phone call is going to happen on Tuesday night so Susie needs to get up on Tuesday morning we cannot expect people to remember something that you told them on Sunday night so this takes a lot of follow-up and so uh, Tuesday morning um, Susie would need to send out some reminders hey Aunt Jane I so appreciate you getting on the phone call tonight I just wanted to you know remind you that it's again it's at 8 o'clock tonight um, I'm really excited for you to you know hop on with me I really appreciate you I hope you have an amazing day an hour before the phone call Susie's gonna need to send out another text message and remind people again guys people are busy we cannot expect them to remember you know to be on a phone call um, you know at eight o'clock and so an hour before the phone call at seven o'clock Susie would need to send out some text reminders hey Aunt Jane um, I really appreciate you hopping on the phone call um, it's happening in an hour I just wanted to I know I know you're I know you're super busy I really appreciate you doing this for me here's the number again so you don't have to you know dig for it and so she needs to send out reminders on Tuesday so the way that this is going to work is that my new business partner Susie and I are on the conference line and so as people in her network as her friends and family are dialing in Susie is leading the call I wanted I want Susie to be seen as a leader from the get-go and so people are dialing into the phone call she's welcoming them she's going hey thank you guys so much for you know coming to the call um, you can mute yourselves out we'll be getting started in just a minute and so um, so that's you know you want Susie to be welcoming everybody to the phone call um, and so what's gonna happen is is that you know once you know about 702 703 hits um, you give people just a couple of minutes to dial in you don't wait on people um, but you know you give people two or three minutes to get dialed in 
And once that happens, then what Susie is going to do is she's going to say, thank you again so much for being here. I really appreciate you coming to the phone call and learning more about the project that I'm working on. I would love to introduce, um, you know, my friend April. Um, she is, you know, somebody that's working on this project with me. She's a mom of two boys. Um, you know, she's been, you know, she's been in the business for, you know, and so what happens is Susie is going to start edifying me a little bit. She's going to just kind of introduce me, um, keeping the verbiage very simple. Again, guys, nobody understands what level five executive is. Nobody understands what black super black diamond, you know, is. Nobody understands what that verbiage means. The more simple that you keep it for people, the more open-minded they will be. The more that it just sounds like a normal everyday thing, the more that people will listen. As soon as they start hearing these weird terms and this weird stuff going on. They're already starting to form opinions about it. They're already starting to be like, oh, this sounds like one of those things. And I don't know what triple black super diamond means, but I don't know. That sounds like kind of weird to me. So you want to keep your verbiage very simple. <clears throat> and so once Susie kind of introduced me a little bit, I would, you know, I would take over the phone call. Susie would mute herself out and I would say, Susie, thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here with you, um, with the people that mean so much to you. And I'm so honored that you would ask me to be on the phone call. And then I would start going over a little bit about, you know, the project that, that Susie and I are working on together, this business that we're working on together. And I would talk more because of the type of people. These are her hot market people. I would focus on products. Okay, I would focus on products. And so I would share just the phone call should not last more than 15 or 20 minutes. If you have people on a phone call that lasts more than 15 or 20 minutes, you are going to lose them. They're busy, respect their time. This is not a phone call to close a bunch of people. You know, we have to remember in any kind of industry that, you know, requires any kind of sales, people need eight to 12 touch points to make a decision on something. And, you know, when we start trying to like keep people on the phone for an hour, and dazzle them with the details. And, you know, we're expecting to close people on one phone call and that is not going to happen. We're going to drive people away. <clears throat> this is an introductory call. And so it should not be longer than 15 or 20 minutes. Um, you want to share a story. Um, you know, the reason why Susie asked you, you know, why Susie asked me to be on the phone call with her is because I've been with the company longer. I've been using the products longer. So I can share my story of, you know, this is what the products have done for me personally. This is why it's been such a blessing to me. I can share some of the product testimonies from some of my customers because I've been doing it longer. Um, <clears throat> and then at the end of the call, I may mention something about, you know, there is an opportunity to share these products and earn additional income. You know, if you're interested in learning more about that, Susie can share that with you. But we really wanted you to come and just hear about these great products. And Susie has a great gift, a thank you gift for you for showing up to the call. <clears throat> Sorry, guys, my allergies are like out of control today. Um, and so that's that's basically um, the purpose of the phone call. That is hot market. These are people that, again, guys, Susie is not, the average person is not going to get their hot market people, their aunt, their uncles, their mom, their grandmother, their best friends into their business. Um, but what people will do is they will support you. They will try the products. And then what will happen is some of those people, a couple of those people will love the product so much that they will organically upgrade. You're not having to go to your hot market people and ask them to get into a business opportunity with you. <clears throat> Spend the first 30 days sharing the products, getting some good testimonies come in. 
because your warm market people, these are people that you have met later in life. These are people that you went to college with, that you started working with in a, in, on a corporate level, career level, um, people that you've met through your kid's school. Um, these are people that have known you more in your adult life. And so it's easier for them to see you in an entrepreneurial realm than it is for your, your hot market, for the people that have known you the longest. <clears throat> so, um, that's your warm market people. So after you run a couple of launch calls for hot market and you talk about the, the, you know, the products and getting customer base on now, Susie, after three or four weeks, now Susie can go to some of her warm market people and she can start to share some of these testimonies. Maybe she's gotten a couple of business partners on board. So now you can do a virtual grand opening for her focused on a different list. And so you run it the same way, but it's, it's, it, there's a more balance. You share about half the call you share products and then you move into talking into more about the business opportunity again keeping it simple no hype no making it sound like it's easy we're not trying to close people on the first call it's just to give them some information um, to share some success stories um, and you know let Susie follow up and take it from there and so that is how you can run a virtual grand opening um, or a virtual launch for your team members um, and have them help them have more success that way. One of the biggest mistakes that I see being made in network marketing is that somebody joins a network marketing business and now the company and the upline starts pushing for that person to start sharing the business opportunity with people. And that is the biggest mistake that is being made because most <clears throat> Most of the people that join a network marketing company have never done this before. They've never talked to somebody about a business opportunity. Their family and friends have never seen them do anything like this. And so what ends up happening is that this person ends up driving the people that are closest to them away because they're trying to get them into a money-making scheme. And that's what it sounds like um, to our close friends and family. It sounds like some crazy money-making scheme that they're trying to get them into. And relationships are strained. Um, you know, people spend $500 on a kit and then they don't earn any money and then they're mad at, you know, their family member for getting them into this thing um, with all these promises of all this money that was going to be made. It's not the way to do a business. It's not the way to do a business. It's not the way to push somebody to build a business. Um, and I mean, and I've been there. I've been there. I've been on both sides of it. I've been guilty of being caught up in that in the industry and doing that to other people. Um, and it's one of the reasons why, you know, I don't build in the industry um, anymore and why I love coaching and helping people look at their business in a different way um, and the different options. There are options. You don't have to follow your company training um, to the T. You don't have to do exactly what everybody else is doing. You can do things that feel better to you, that feel more authentic to you. So, you know, um, a virtual grand opening is a great way to get team members off on a great start. Let them share the products. Let them get some customers on board. Let them build their confidence. Let them build their customer base. Let them build their testimony base. And you'll see that more people stick around. More people feel like, you know, okay, I can do this. I've gotten some customers on board. I can do this. I've got some confidence. I can talk to people more about the business opportunity. I've got 
got some stories that I can share that, you know, gosh, I've been in business for three weeks and I've gotten, you know, seven preferred customers and, you know, I've got lots of people that love the products. Um, our residual income in this industry is based on our customer base. Um, and so the more of a customer base that we build and we do it more authentically and try instead of trying to get people into a business opportunity, the more people will stick around. Um, the more that we set the expectation from the get-go that this is going to be a lot of hard work. This is going to be a lot of personal development. And, you know, the more that we set that expectation for people, the more that they will understand that this is going to take time to be successful. They're not going to earn their Lexus in 30 days. You know, that it may take them a year, two years, three years to get to that point. But when they come into business and they do it the right way and they share from the right place, you'll find that more people on your team stay you'll find that the morale is better um, because people are having success. I mean, getting two customers on board, that is like success to me. You know, it doesn't have to be a five-figure month. It doesn't have to be a six-figure check. So just, um, you know, so just kind of sharing, you know, that's how you can do a virtual launch um, with your team members. Um, and that's how you can do it in a more authentic way. And so um, I hope that me sharing that and just me sharing my experiences with you um, can help you build in your, you know, network marketing and direct sales is very still near and dear to my heart. I want to see people be successful in the industry. It's why I teach personal branding. Um, it's why, you know, I don't don't focus a lot on network marketing and direct sales training um, because I don't want to be um, an MLM trainer. Um, but um, I hope that you found this valuable and how you can, you know, run things a little bit differently on your team and do it in a more authentic way um, instead of trying to push people to um, do a party at their home right out the gate and kind of get sucked into that old fashioned way of networking and marketing. So anyway, guys, I hope that you found this valuable. Um, if you're looking for more uh, tips on social media, marketing, branding, um, you can check out my blog at creativebrandista.com. And you can also take the quiz and learn your creative branding archetype and how you can leverage that in your business. So until next time, guys, thank you. Did that not record? What?